0: Hi, my name is Hayodichi. You're listening to Hard Drop with Sears. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good midnight, whatever time zone you are listening to this from, welcome to another exciting, interesting, tantalizing, monopolizing, indoctrinizing, phalalizing episode of Hard Drops with Sears. I miss this from time to time. I have a cold, it has refused to let me be, but I must be great in life welcome to another episode of hard Drops with Seals. i'm so happy that you guys love me so much and you're always listening i saw my rap for the year and it was very encouraging i can't even lie for melancholy i was pleased with myself thank you so much for always listening for always you know sharing the links and for always listening and sharing the links and everything that you do to help me to help this podcast i really appreciate every one of you for the first time listeners, for the hundredth time listener, for the one millionth, I really hope you guys listen as often as I I want you to, but thank you so much for always listening. Straight into today's topic, this is the last of this series, I didn't even know it was going to take this long, I found out so much in the course of recording this series, I just thought, why not just share as much as possible, instead of just doing like over the top basic stuff, why not, you know, seek more knowledge and just share the knowledge that you have with people that can help their relationships that's the whole point of everything that we're doing here straight into it we wake up from last week is that you know yourself hopefully you already know your temperament you already know the temperament of those people around you just take a quick mental survey of your friends watch their behavioral patterns and try and fit it into you know whatever temperament you think that is whether they are sanguine, phlegmatic, choleric or melancholy, a mix of two, a mix of three. I think everybody has the four, it's just maybe top two and you know, bottom two, top two the dominant and the less dominant and then bottom two that they probably exhibit from time to time. That is it, know yourself, understand yourself, know others and understand them and everybody will just live, you know, better and happier. Understand your weaknesses and understand the weaknesses of those around you as well as your strengths. It will help you to balance your relationships, help you to balance communication and all that. I also said understanding the love languages of people around you is a proof of love because you take out time to try and understand them, try and analyze them, their behavior, the things they like, the things they are good at. That is a proof of love. So if you really love those who, are, who you are surrounded by, you should invest in learning what their temperaments are or what their love languages are so you can know how to love them better. Last week we talked about the choleric and the melancholy temperaments. Today I will be ending the series with the phlegmatic and the sanguine temperament. So whether you are phlegmatic or you know someone who is phlegmatic or sanguine, this is very important for you this is very very helpful to you it definitely helped me because some of my closest friends have phlegmatic temperaments whether dominant or you know less dominant and this really helped me put things in perspective on how i can love them better and how we can better our relationships phlegmatics as a lover as a friend as a parent as a sibling or as a boss if you're phlegmatic you already know some of your strengths which is you are easygoing, hardly get upset You are consistent. You have a sense of humor. Even though you're not as extra as the sanguine, you still have your humor. You avoid conflicts. You are very content in life and you are a good listener. This is the phlegmatic strength. The weaknesses of the temperament, some of them are phlegmatics can be indecisive. They take so long to make a decision because maybe they are weighing too many options or they're just scared to make a move. They can also be stingy. They can be sluggish. They can be emotionally lazy and they can also be pessimists. Now, this is not a hard and fast road. You may not apply to every phlegmatic that you know, or maybe it used to be like that for them, and they have been making changes, so they probably don't exhibit these characteristics anymore. Now, as a phlegmatic, you have to learn to share. Loving is giving, loving is sharing. When you love someone, you share what you have with them, your time, your resources, your emotions. So you have to learn as a phlegmatic, to learn to share with your friends, your family members, people around you, it's one of the things that can make your relationships with them better because people will probably perceive you as being selfish or being stingy and that's not a good look, that's not even a good in you know, a way to behave so you need to work on this, you also need to be less timid, you know because timidity stifles your potential, you have to learn to speak up for yourself, I know you try to avoid conflict but if you need to make a point known, make that point known you want to avoid conflict or you don't want anybody to get upset and you keep letting people you know bully you or walk all over you or just you know talk trash to you you should be able to speak for yourself learn how to be less timid learn how to be courageous enough to say no when you want to say no to so say yes when you want to say yes don't just go with the flow and say whatever everybody likes i'm cool with it it may not be cool with you maybe i are just pretending because you don't want anybody to say oh your own is too much you cannot go on like that you would not enjoy life that way so you will have to learn to speak up for yourself that's to the phlegmatic you also have to learn to communicate your emotions a phlegmatic can truly love you and you know they're probably crazy about you but it hardly shows in their words or you know their emotions like external emotions now it's hard to convince somebody like a sanguine or a melancholy that you love them or that you care about them when you don't say it or you don't show it in your actions or just in your face a phlegmatic will look at you with a straight face and say I love you and you be like, do you really? Because your face does not even show any excitement or any emotions or any happy, goofy feeling. So you really need to work on that as a phlegmatic. Learn to communicate your emotions more, you know, from talking about it, from trying to express it in your face or in your actions. About being sluggish, you also have to work on this. Get important work done as soon as you can. Yes, it is your temperament to want to take your time and you know just wait till everything is perfect before you make a step but life is not always like that. Sometimes you just go. When you need to make an important decision, make it as soon as you can, stop waiting for the perfect opportunity. It may never come and while waiting, good things are passing you by. Work on that. Now, if you have a phlegmatic in your life, something you can do, things you can do for them to make their life easier, to show that you love them, the first thing will be the love language which is quality time. Now, this is not cast in stone, like I said earlier, phlegmatics vary, you know, from... because like I said, it's just like a default setting and people work on themselves over time. So, maybe you're a phlegmatic and this is not your love language, communicate this to your partner and those around you. But usually, the phlegmatic's love language is quality time. Whether you're doing an activity together, or you're just sitting and basking in the silence, just enjoying each other's presence, this would mean so much to the phlegmatic. If you have a phlegmatic as a lover, as a friend, you have to learn to be kind and sympathetic to them. They internalize a lot. And because they don't express themselves so much, you may not know what you're going through. So you have to be intentionally kind and sympathetic to your phlegmatic friends or to your phlegmatic partner. Don't force them to be extroverted. Don't force them to be who they are not. They are calm. They are quiet. They are consistent. So enjoy the faithfulness of your phlegmatic friend. Don't try and force them to be something that you're not. Also urge them to take risks and to try new things, please start small, as you're encouraging them start with small risks, don't just push them off a cliff and tell them to dive and beg, that's what a sanguine will do or a choleric may do but a phlegmatic wants to weigh every option before they make their choice so it's not always good which is why you have to encourage them to take risks and to try new things otherwise they only do what they're familiar with or what they're comfortable with for the rest of their lives and nobody can enjoy life that way, honestly. You also have to help them to face their problems and not shy away. Phlegmatics, by default, want everything easy going. They don't want anybody to get angry or get upset. So they may, they may shy away from issues that need to be spoken about. So encourage them to face their problems. Encourage them to speak up. Encourage them to not shy away from things that are bothering them or things that have been a problem to them. Listen to them so that when they even make an attempt, you don't just say, Is that why I am behaving like this? Or you just shut them down emotionally. Allow them to express themselves because it's not easy for a phlegmatic to communicate their emotions to other people. So please help them by doing this. Also, be very careful with your criticisms. Like I said, they internalize a lot, so be careful. Even when they make mistakes or when they are putting in effort to try and be better, encourage them. Yes, they have some lapses or they have some areas where they lack. Still encourage them and be less critical towards their actions. If you have a phlegmatic in the workspace, they will thrive well in the administrative role. So don't force them to be on the field if they don't have the interest to. If you have sanguine as their other temperaments, they may be outgoing, but in the case where they don't have an extroverted temperament, allow them to focus on administrative roles where they can, you know, oversee people because they're very people-oriented. They're not so result-oriented like the choleric or the melancholy. So allow them do things like HR, like admin roles where they have to deal with people, Help them by putting them in administrative roles in teams and in the workspace. And then the last thing I wrote here is that the phlegmatic is a long-term relationship person. If you are considering a relationship with a phlegmatic, ask yourself if you are in this for the long period because a phlegmatic is very dedicated, they are very consistent, they are very faithful. No matter your excesses to a large extent, a phlegmatic will stay with you. They would be with you for as long as they possibly can. They are the ones that work in the company for 20 to 30 years and they just, you know, put all their energy and their loyalty to a company or to an institution. So, if you are not ready for long term, avoid phlegmatics because they take it very personal when relationships end. That's the last thing for phlegmatics. Moving on to sanguine. Sanguine as a lover, as a friend, as a parent, a sibling or a boss. Now if you're a sanguine, you already know your strengths, you are sincere, you are humorous, you are emotional, you are energetic, you are creative, you are very spontaneous, you are the fun guy, everybody knows when they want to have fun, they need you in their presence because you just, you are just the fun guy. Some of your weaknesses are, you can be naive, you have blind spots when it comes to people because you just assume that everybody is the best and everybody has good intentions, this is a weakness and other people may take advantage of you because they know that no matter what, you will always see the best in them and you would just always believe the best of them. It is a good thing, but for people who are manipulative or who are just, you know, seeking to destroy your happiness, it's a very bad thing. Another weakness is they seek validation from people. Sanguines love compliments and if if you don't get it from people, they may feel bad or feel down and feel like, oh, they're not the best of themselves because somebody else is not saying it. Another thing is they can be unserious, they can also be flirty, they can be noisy sometimes. That's the sanguine's weakness. Now, if you are a sanguine, it's advisable that you stabilize your emotions, especially in relationships. Sanguines, like I said, they go in hoping for the best. They are always optimistic. Sometimes they are overly optimistic. They see the good in people and sometimes they neglect the bad things their blind spots will always put them in trouble because when they are seeing signs at the beginning of a relationship where this thing will not work well or this thing is not beneficial to them they overlook it because they are only focusing on the good in that person now everybody has the good and the bad side and you always have to weigh the pros and the cons somebody is interested in a romantic relationship ask yourself okay they have this good side what is the bad side can I cope with this bad side will they outgrow these things are they willing to change and work on these things don't just assume that oh because they're good they'll always be good people pretend people lie people do usually these guys help yourself thank you something else you can do is to learn to organize your life most sanguines by nature are very clumsy they're very scattered they have things everywhere they're just not you know put together and it shows in their emotions too physically and emotionally they are not put together usually so you have to learn to organize your life and organize you know yourself internally which is why i said stabilize your emotions um like i said earlier learn to be optimistic but realistic so you see the good in people but give the allowance and just know that they are also human and they are flawed so that you don't get you know blindsided and you just see something and you'll be like oh i never really knew he was like this he was always like that She was always like that you just didn't see because we're focusing so much on the good and totally ignoring the bad and may not bite you in the bum bum now if you have a sanguine in your life, know that sanguines love physical touch and they love gifts. Once again, this is not automatic for everyone, find out what your sanguine's love language is. Usually, sanguines love physical touch and they love gifts. If you have a sanguine friend, allow them to have fun, allow them play, don't bully them into silence. If you have a sanguine child or a sanguine sibling, don't always say your own is too much, you're always everywhere. That is their nature, they need to express their energy. Don't try and um, stifle them, just bullying them into silence. is wrong. That's their temperament. Allow them flourish. That's the whole point of this thing. Know your temperament. Enjoy yourself. Know people's temperament. Let them enjoy themselves. Don't bully them into silence. Now with a sanguine partner, you have to learn to get over disputes quickly. That's very important. They don't like to prolong issues. they are talking about this issue in February. In March, it's still an issue. They don't like people that nag. Find ways to resolve issues immediately or as soon as possible don't prolong There's no point trying to do silent treatment or you know mind guessing him. they don't have time for that they'll probably just move on like out of the relationship get over disputes quickly and don't nag also appreciate their strength appreciate their flexibility their skills or their talents they have down moments too like i said so let them know how you feel about them appreciate them so, appreciate the things that they can do Spend time with them, listen to them because they always have things to talk about. Listen to them and spend time with them. They also really appreciate this. Now, if you have a sanguine friend or a partner, show genuine interest in the things that they like. Ask them questions. They want people to be involved in their lives. So ask them, we are working on this new project. What is it about? Why do you love this? Why do you do this? Why are you like this? You know, just try to get to know them. Ask them questions without probing without, you know, making them feel like they are being scrutinized or anything. Just show genuine interest in their lives. Also, encourage them to make researched and good decisions because by default, sanguines are impulsive, so they need more structure. So, encourage your sanguine friends or your partner or, you know, your siblings to make more researched decisions, more intentional decisions because, like I said, they can be very impulsive. So, they don't just do things because they feel like Encourage them to take their time to reason through things. Whether at the workplace or in relationships or just in life. Concerning their whatever it is that they are doing. Encourage them to make better decisions. And if you are a choleric or a melancholy. it will be very instrumental to helping your sanguine friend in this area. Because melancholies are more um, analytical. So they can see through things. Okay you want to try this new business. Before you put your money. You are all happy and excited. But before you invest your money. Have you considered this, this and this? then you can make a better informed decision. Now to wrap up, the whole point is to know yourself, to know your partner and the people around you. We are all different and we all need each other's differences. That's just the truth. Everybody can't be sanguine. Everybody can't be melancholy. Everyone can't be choleric or phlegmatic. The differences are the things that make life interesting. Your differences can strengthen your relationships. Imagine if both people are choleric. That is just a war zone so you need a choleric and probably a melancholy or a sanguine or even a phlegmatic just somebody who can balance that temperament so don't fight the difference in your relationship except it's a difference of values and you know deep-seated issues like family you don't have the same faith or you don't have the same belief in family and other values in life that can be a problem but if it's just difference in temperament it can be managed It doesn't mean you should force what is not happening. I'm just saying that don't let the difference in your temperament be the reason you are not happy in your relationship because your differences should strengthen that relationship. That's just the truth. Understand, celebrate, and appreciate these differences. It is a choice you can make and that choice will make life better for you and the people around you. You have to be very decisive and intentional because it's not easy it's easier to just gravitate towards people that are like you but not everybody's like you and you have to deal with people who are not like you or who don't have your temperament communicate carefully listen and learn to your partner's need understand and learn their strengths and their weaknesses and balance it together communicate and give each other the grace to grow this is also very very important your partner is a choleric you already know how they are very goal-driven they are very work-focused you can't expect them to change in a month or in two months as long as they are teachable and willing to learn willing to improve willing to grow give them that space give them the grace to grow into somebody who is less rigid or less stubborn or less domineering i'm not saying take rubbish behavior but allow people grow allow people to change allow them evolve because you are also evolving and growing and changing with these few points of mine, I hope I've been able to convince you and not to confuse you that um, temperament in relationships are important, understanding and managing temperament in relationships are important. Thank you for listening to today's episode. God bless you. Please follow on Instagram, Drops with Seals. Follow us, like our post, comment upon it, share it in your stories. God bless you as you do so. What else? Share the links with your friends, share the links with your exes. Maybe they will now finally understand why you are fighting so much. I don't know. Share the link with people. Thank you so much for everything. Next week will probably be the last episode for the year. I have mixed feelings about that. Let's see how that goes. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye.